1: Hello and welcome to the Playing Out From The Back podcast. I'm your host Sam Morgan and on a weekly basis I'll be joined by my fellow host Aaron Mo. We'll be discussing the latest news around the popular world with a Zero Filter. Be sure to like, subscribe and follow us on the usual social media platforms. Like tuning. And in? Uh, just like that we are back uh, again. We are slowly get into grips with what's going on in the season, are we, Mo? And how are you, mate? I, I had a, a little trip up to see your wonderful Leeds team.
0: A, yeah. A, how was that, mate? Mate, uh, yes, yeah, so obviously went Newcastle-Leeds. Um, was a good game, man, good atmosphere. Um The Newcastle fans, though, they're bang on bloody Steve Bruce, man. Literally, a misplaced pass and it was like Bruce out. Bruce out. Really? Bruce out. It was it was relentless. Like I, I, it was actually quite hostile. Thought, like your home fans, like it like literally a misplaced pass. You know what I mean? And mm. it was just it was just carnage in there. So is it not, more
1: Bruce? Is it more Bruce than, um, than Mike Ashley or is it a nah, spoke? I thought
0: It was all Bruce, all Bruce really? I mean, nothing about Mike Ashley. I spoke wow. to a few of the fans around and they were just like, football's crap. Um like, crap manager, but I was saying to them, like, he ain't really been given the tools. Like, You've you got to be grateful for what he's delivering with what he's got. Yeah. Because he ain't, he ain't, he, he ain't got a great deal up there, man. And I, I'm telling you right now, uh without Alan St. Maximum, they are, pff, they're in dire straits. Without him and Callum Wilson, I didn't see Callum Wilson play, but I imagine he's quite, you know I mean? He, Active, he's a, he's uh, a problem up top, but yeah. literally, I, I couldn't believe, Sam Maxim is probably one of the best players I've seen play live he was really insane. like I don't he, he must be on off because he wouldn't be at Newcastle but he probably touched the ball I think it's
1: injuries that got him in it he's mm. had a few injuries in it I suppose
0: he probably touched the ball 20 times I joke tell no lies 19 times he caused mayhem like really? Leeds were petrified of him it was like getting a getting a, a good chance or getting a shot off or you know what I mean just causing carnage um so he, he was he was really good um Leeds leads were, leads were quite tactical um, yeah and that, that was good to watch like you know see what they do and they're they're so well drilled it was like um you know you know if you tu- if they turn the ball over everyone's just in the right position they don't even there's no um, like thought in what they do. They just they just do it, and they know some. It. They know someone's yeah. going to be there, and um, you can see why they get a lot of goals on the counter attack because they're so fluid and quick, and they know where everyone's going to be running, and and that's that's how they get at team so quick on the or when they turn the ball over, and obviously they do that a lot. So it was good to like actually see how you know how they how they do what they do. They're really disciplined and 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 they know what everyone's going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was it was a good game, man. It was a really good game. First, first five or ten were quite slow, and then after the goal went in for Leeds, it was all action, man. Up and down,
1: really, really? good game. Okay.
0: I... Yeah, man. Yeah. Enjoyed that.
1: Yeah, I'd like to get uh, a Newcastle perspective. Might have to get one on the pod at some point. And just hear the mm. full ins and outs. Hear it from the ground about what's going on. Because you we obviously hear a lot of it from the outside, and we're not obviously Newcastle fans, you don't have those uh, regular discussions, so yeah, I think down the line, it would be good to uh, get, get someone in from, from that fan base, for, for sure. Um, mm. We will come back to the Premier League, we will, but I just want to take a little trip over to France. Um, mm. it's, on, it's on the green list, so we can get there and back in, in no time. <laughs> um, but I think he's probably not on the green list at the moment, is uh, Lionel Wesley, What is happening there, mate? What, what are we seeing? We've seen him come off um, Leon, they were struggling. I think they were one 0 down. I think he came off. I think it was one all at the time. He got dragged. Didn't want to shake. Uh, popped his hand. Just gave him a bit of a little bit of a snarl, I suppose. Well, what's what's going on there, mate? Do you, do you think Messi's just not not enjoying life, or is he? Is it taking time for him to get settled? What What are you seeing from there in comparison to what we've seen with Ronaldo
0: since he's been back? I think. I think. The, the problem with Messi is he's come from Barcelona where he's Barcelona. And I think he does a lot of, he called a lot of shots at Barcelona. And I think there'd be no chance of Messi being substituted off. And I, I think just for him, obviously the best player in the world or one of the best players in the world, I just think it's a slight embarrassment. But he's going into a team there where, and this was always my worry Uh, when this sort of transfer happened, but he's going into a team where he's not the biggest character or biggest person in the club by a distance. I think, you know, Neymar, he went there, he was the poster boy, you know, so he's got his claim to be the main man there. you got Mbappe signed after again, another poster boy. Um, He probably arguably thinks he's the main man there. And when it was just the two of them, it's like, all right, we're friends. Let's go with it, and then you add Messi to it, and he's like a brand in itself, you know. And I just think that if you take Messi off before you take Neymar off, then Messi's thinking, "No, but why me? I'm I'm the best player. I'm the best player." In the-. And if you take Mbappe off before you take Messi off, Mbappe's thinking the same thing. And I just think that these problems will arise. You can't really sub Messi off. It's just mm. you know, it's it's like. You just can't like it's it's a difficult one because he ain't going to be doing the things that maybe you want him to do all of the time coming into a new team especially, but you can't sub him off. So what do you do? You
1: know, he he obviously got taken off. They end up getting getting a result. Uh, They're probably a little bit more fluid when he when he did when he did come off. So my 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 question is, like you said, he was being at Barcelona. He was Mister Barcelona. He's been there since what? Literally. Uh, what was it eight years old or whatever it was um, from, from coming over from Argentina? He's leaving outside of his prime. He only knows one way. Barcelona haven't really changed the way they've played in all of that time. Has he got to accept that? Has he got to, not only accept it, but has he actually got to go? Do you know what I need to actually educate educate myself a little bit because he hasn't he hasn't done that.
0: Um, I, I, I think he does, but it's like. Does a leopard ever change his spots? How how are you gonna do that? It's all he knows. It, is, all is, he, is this is
1: this then is this then is this then playing into the hands of but I'm 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 just throwing this out there. When you talk about the Ronaldo and you talk about the Messi uh sort of debate who's the best and there was always that debate about well, Ronaldo's gone and done it everywhere he's been. Like everywhere he's been, he's put up numbers. Are we seeing this now where actually Messi cannot do it, uh, or do you think it's a? You still say that's an invalid sort of uh, argument?
0: Yeah, I mean, for now, for now, we can't even we can't cross that. I mean, it's been like six weeks, two months. Um, you know, is he up to pace? A lot of new players coming at at PSG as well. New manager with new ideas. Um, so you know, it's, it's it's early to to sort of pass that that judgment. Mm. Um, Messi, Messi's the best. He, he will come good. I mean, but even for him, there will be a little bit of, of adjustment and I think we need to give him time for that. And I, I know Ronaldo started on fire, but we've got to remember Ronaldo has been at Manchester United before and I know he went to Juventus and he and he done it um, and he done it at Real Madrid, but we do still need to afford, afford players' time and I think once Messi settles in, you know, you're playing with good players, he will eventually produce. But it's just, I think, where he's been at Barcelona for all that time, even he has got to learn to adjust. Do you see what I mean? So, I, I, yeah. you can't, he could still end the season with 40 goals. Like, this isn't out of the, like, you know, he's he's had a he's had a rough start, he's been subbed off a couple of times, but if he ends the season still with 40 goals, then what? You know, we're, we're, we're all saying, right, right, He's the best player in the world again. But I think just give him a bit of time for adjustment. And I think he's got to also understand that it's not Barcelona and that he ain't going to get his own way. It's different at different clubs.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, mate. i got to say, I'm watching it now because he, he has got to realise where he is. and Like you said, OK, I know you said about him is he the sort of player that should be staying on and you bring off like one of the other two first but they got the job they got the job done in the end um, between Neymar and Mbappe and it, I feel like they've just uh, they've adapted that a little bit a little bit better but it'll be interesting to see you know the, the world er- evolved around him at Barca it doesn't now um, at PSG so it'll be interesting to see I think he personally I still think it was the it wasn't the club that he should have gone to if that's The only option that actually could afford him or came in for him, then then fair play. But I just I don't think it was the right thing, right move for him um, in in that sense. But I'll be with you for now. I'm gonna give him. We'll give him a bit more time. But (laughs) this isn't doubting Messi at all. I just I just think that really this is gonna it's gonna add more fuel to the to the debate of Ronaldo and and, and Messi now. watching him sort of like falter potentially, um, at front in the French league, which is what, fifth best league? Fourth best league in the mm. world? You know, that's the other thing as well, when you gotta look at it, the the level of, of where this where that league is as well in comparison. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, we're talking about another team. It all seems to be all doom and gloom at the moment. We've gone from Newcastle, forward and Messi having a struggle up. Didn't think we'd ever say that Messi struggling up. But then, <laughs> I don't mind this one. Tottenham, um, Harry Kane. What, what's what's happening there, mate? Is it is this another trying to adjust the, to the to the, the new scheme of of uh, new, of Nuno? He's 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 gone to this sort of adaptive. Let's soak it all up. Sort of how the Wolves. The, you know, the Wolves way he was so couple with pressure and hit him on the counter he knows he's probably got better players at, at Tottenham to to do that he, he, he's taken a bit of stick he's tried to change it up um, at, against Chelsea played very well for 43 minutes and the Tottenham fans are absolutely loving life for 43 minutes all to be um, it come crashing down like a normal Spursy weekend and season is but <laughs> do you love a little dig and shade but got to be done um, do, do do you do you think it's do you think it's Nuno? Do you think it's the players? It's it's, it's a team that's not. You look at Son and Kane. That's that's the excitement, isn't it? And then the rest of it is it is there no excitement there then in that squad? Is it is it for a transition right now for them
0: as well? I I, I think there's there's two parts to this. The first part is that Harry Kane doesn't want to be at Spurs, and I mean after I I think. In his head, he was gone. And I think that, although it might be a little bit of a Euros hangover, but at the Euros, he wasn't great. But obviously, this is showing now it was it was playing a little bit more on his mind than than maybe we thought it would. And I believe that he thought now he'd be a Manchester City player. He knows that there's no chance of, Spurs winning the league. He knows they're not really going to compete. He's going away to terrible places in Europe, which he didn't want to do. And I think he's just it now it's going to be a little bit of he's got a he's just gotta get back into the rhythm of things. But then this isn't helped by the fact that it seems that Nuno's team isn't built around Kane. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's more of a he's trying to make them more of a team. And whereas Jose Mourinho came in there and he said, right, Kane and Son are my best players. I'm going to build this team to make sure we get the best out of them. I don't think Nuno's done that. And, I, and we, we saw at the weekend, he's playing more on the left side and trying to, you know, trying to exploit them using Son and he tried this and that. And I just think he must just be looking at it and thinking, I'm here. I'm not competing for none of the biggest uh, competitions i mean, played out of position my form isn't great the team isn't playing the way I like and I, and I just think it's a it's a culmination of all them things and if this goes on till Christmas I can't see I, I, I just I think I think looking at it Tottenham should just say right this is we need to part ways we need to we need to do something with this and get him out and and start afresh because if it's going to be like this there's no point having him mm-hmm. if it's going to they might as well get the 150 million or 140 or whatever they're going to get and they might as well say to nuno or whoever they decide to bring in if they sack nuno here's 140 million get three players uh, two or three players and start molding the team Around you know, I mean a new a new structure because right now, Nuno and Kane is not working, and that's mm. a bad that's bad for Nuno, and it's 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 bad for Kane. You know, you said I mean them two have to work, and at the moment it just is not working.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, uh, it does look. I do, I, just, I don't understand the play. I don't understand the play unless they just felt they didn't have enough time to, to go and get those get those players. But we all knew. You know, we were talking about it towards the end of last season about Harry Kane sort of going we can't we can't be the only ones think you know thinking that so i don't understand why um it's it, it they let it drag on and drag on and drag on that's why you know i i, I always said sort of that credit to um to villa because they 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 went and done it and done the business well you know, they, they knew they would get that money, and I think if they'd gone in, you know, I'm, I hate to say it, if they'd gone in a little bit sooner, knowing that Harry Kane was going, they would have got Martinez before Lukaku would have left Chelsea, uh, left into to go Chelsea.
0: Yeah, things like that. Even if they'd done something like when you look at the players that have moved, you know, Danny Ings, that could have been a nice three or four, um, you know, for three or four seasons. Um, a good team player will fit in any team. Um, yeah. they would have got him for relatively cheap and still had a lot of money uh, to spend and they, you know Kane gets you 20 25 uh, premier league goals but Danny Ings is also capable of 15 20 premier league goals and they would have been able to strengthen the midfield and and um, and do other business that they needed to do and i think that it i don't want to speak too soon but it you know if it doesn't like if it continues to not work um and Nuno loses his job, there might be a chance. If it continues to not work, and Nuno and Kane stay together, what's the season going to Spurs? Mm. That's the real yeah. question. In three, in, three, in three months' time, what's it going to be looking like? I said to you on the last podcast, right, he's lost to Palace. He, he, if he loses badly to Chelsea, and the North London derby comes up, he loses again. Like, it's it's what, what's going to... he's. He's under severe pressure. Severe mm. pressure. Kane not working out. Son not really scoring. It's just yes. it's a, it's a catalogue.
1: It is. It's going to be. It's going to be difficult. I think again, it, certain man, of course, managers are going to have their way of playing their style of, of playing. Do I? Do you then look at the, the, the people above and look at the, the the choice of bringing Nuno in, knowing his style of football. May not have suited the personnel that were there.
0: Yes. Do, yeah, do, I, do
1: you think? Do you think Tottenham? I guess that question is, is one. Do you think it's their fault, but Do you think they actually have that personnel to sit there and soak it up to go on a go on? A, you know, just hit them on the counter. That when you're supposed to be a seen as a big team, right? A big six side, and you, what you're going to potentially just sit there against some of these smaller teams and
0: hit them on a the counter? It's 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 not. It's not good. I, we know we know why. We know that Nuno... Well, I, I always thought Nuno wasn't a, the correct manager. And I thought that they brought him in because I feel like they're biding their time for maybe the manager that they want. And to get rid of someone easily, it was easier to have a manager like Nuno. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because I just think, like, if they want to make a change before Christmas and they sack Nuno, it's just, all right, he's gone. He weren't really the right fit. We'll get rid of him before Christmas. It's an easy one. They give him a two-year contract, I think, and it's easy to get rid of him. And I I, 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 still feel that he's a stopgap. He's a he's a stopgap manager while they wait and see what what becomes available on the market. But when they do, when they do get that new manager, they need to make sure that it is the right fit and that the manager's coming in and they're gonna focus their play or their play suits Harry Kane because at the moment that's all they've got. They've got mm. one of the best number nines in the world, but they're playing him on the left hand side. <laughs> so, so what? 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 You know, they've got they've got to get the next managerial appointment right if Nuno doesn't work out. And by the looks of things now, it's not working out between him and Kane.
1: Yeah, it's. it's I mean, hopefully, it continues to be like that for this weekend, as we, mm. uh, you know, Arsenal have them this weekend. Um, you know, strangely, you know, we win. that. If we, I think someone's saying, if we win it by two clear goals, we actually go. We will sit above them. Which yeah, is, that's correct. Which is which is crazy uh, in consideration and considering what obviously what happened um, at the start where we were, and the, obviously uh, the um, the abuse that was was coming from from the other the other part of North London. So um, yeah, something's got to something's got to give there, and or change rapidly, otherwise. They could find themselves in a very, very similar situation to us because another part of what we wanted to discuss in the show is obviously the strength for the top, the top four right now. Um, you, you know, we talk about the two, the two Manchester sides. Obviously, we talk about we talk about Chelsea, um, and we talk about Liverpool. Um, not to mention, obviously, you know Leicester in and around it as well. But I'm going to go concentrate on that top four now. Do you see that top four shifting anytime soon? Um
0: shifting. Um not 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 really. Not really. I think this is the I think this is the strongest top four we've ever had in the Premier League as a top four in mm-hmm. terms of I look through them 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 top four squads and the strength is is absolutely mad is absolutely mad. It's that like you look through manchester united squad what they've got coming off the bench sancho coming off the bench um you look at chelsea what they've got coming off the bench manchester city you know this has been going on for 2 3 seasons with the squad strength um and the ability coming off the bench and then liverpool are liverpool you know um got a great you know great starting 11 they got they got one or two bits off the off the bench but they might come up short as well, Liverpool. They may come up a bit short. But overall, the the top four, the strength, it's gonna take it's gonna take the teams below to what I like to say is like build a a, a foundation of a good squad. And then when you get to that point, you have that big window and that's where you bridge the gap. But at the moment you're looking at who's in and around that. I don't think Leicester are close. Arsenal are somewhere away, Spurs. So I think that, you know, this top four going forward, because they're going to continue to strengthen as well. Mm. So it's like this top four going forward, you, you're looking at it and you're thinking, it might be a, f- a few seasons of these guys up there. But you never know, you know, when they when when these teams, you know, when Manchester United changed their manager, there could be a little bit of a blip. Or when if Klopp decided to leave Liverpool, there might be a little bit of a blip. But, I mean, if Tuchel stays at Chelsea, you're looking at it now and you said for the next two or three seasons, Chelsea are going to be right up there. Manchester City ain't going to rest on their laurels. Um, Manchester United have shown they'll spend the money now. And, you know, Liverpool had a quiet window this window. So next next year, surely they're going to go for it. They've got to break up that front three at some stage. So there is there is a bit of a gap building in that in that top four apart from apart away from the rest of the league.
1: Do you if based on the four that are there now, you mentioned about Chelsea and Tushil's lot in who's the because I saw someone say that Tushil's the best manager in the Premier League right now. Would you agree with that?
0: Um no. I would well, I mean I <sighs> It's a difficult one. But Tuchel's got the tools. Like, he has got the tools. Like, he's literally, even last season, they spent a lot of money on that team. And this season, they spent a lot of money on that team. So he has got the tools. At the moment, he's doing. He's not really making any wrong decisions. Since he's come in, everything he's touched has turned to gold. And that ain't going to be how it is for the whole time. So I guess if you say, is he the best manager right now? You could say yes. Um. But you know you can't count you can't count out Pep because you know Man Manchester City had a little bit of an indifferent season. We know Manchester City could now go from next game until March win every game. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then it's all of a sudden Pep's back to being the best manager. We know that we know what Liverpool can do when they get ahead of steam. You know they can they can go on a, a big winning run. So I, I, I agree. Yeah, maybe Tuchel is the best manager in the Premier League right now, but he has got the tools for the job. It, I'm not saying it's an easy job, and I love the way that they play. They're so powerful. They can play in all different ways. But he has got the tools. For, he's got all of the tools for the job. So if if Manchester City had, had signed Harry Kane, then it's a sort of level playing field. I think Chelsea are even above the other three in that mm. top four, if you see what I mean, as, as squads go. So... It's sort of to be expected that Tuchel's the best at the moment in the league. If you see what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, fair, fair enough. No, because yeah, I just I saw the shout. I was like, normally I think it's a bit some of the stuff that comes out from fans mm. and another section a bit like oh be B A. but actually it, it's like you know, so it's, it's a valid point this time. You go look at it again. And yeah, you know, this. I wouldn't say pressure on Pep. Pep's been put himself in, oh. and he's been put himself in the the limelight for non managerial. Thing should we say at the moment? So, um, but Chelsea are playing very, very well, like you said. That 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 team, and as you mentioned, sort of um, before we got started, when you were talking about sort of Newcastle and Leeds, right, the fact that you went up there and you explained about how tactically um, sort of driven the Leeds team are, you are seeing Chelsea do the same, right? They, they all know what they need to do. Mm. They they bought into it, um, and obviously, it's quite a quite a good watch, obviously from from a Chelsea perspective. Um, the top four is phenomenal at the moment, um, you know. And you look at the teams outside of it. You still look at the players that are outside of that top four. You're like, oh my god, like the 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 quality of of um, player in the Premier League as a whole is is crazy right now. I good. think it's, it's such so good. And I I gotta say, I don't know if I said, I think I might have said this before, but I never really I stopped watching Match of the Day. I really did. I was just like nah. And it wasn't just the Arsenal, just just generally, it was just a bit, bit stale. The Prem, it's not no more. I'm actually looking forward to watching like things like Match of the Day now again, mm. like and seeing yeah. what's because you're seeing it. Even looking at the bright, how well Brighton have done? Um, yeah. See, he's the manager. He's a manager I could see at Tottenham, Grandpa. Mm. I think he would have been a better, better option than Nuno.
0: Yeah. He would he would have. He would have. He, and he he I think he would have understood what he needed to do at Spurs a bit more than Nuno does. I think Nuno's quite it's my way or the highway. Whereas I think that Graham Potter would have gone in there and said, right, this is what the fans want. This is what I need to do for the club. We need to get the best out of Harry Kane, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. They want to play front foot football. Do you know them 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 sort of things? Whereas I think Nuno, when you bring him in, you bring him in and you know that he's gonna play the way he wants to play, and it's his structure, the way he trusts. Do you see what I mean? So, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting this season. But the quality yeah. in the Premier League, I was thinking the other day, I watching Ronaldo. I just really wish Manchester City got messy. That would have just been the icing on the cake. <laughs> it would have just been the icing on the cake for this for the for the league at the moment. And we'd have just been watching all the best players in our league. The standard this season, anyway, has been crazy. Chelsea yeah. setting yeah. the standard, Manchester United, even at times, Manchester City doing what Manchester City do. Liverpool you know and like you say brighton even even teams coming through crystal palace are having their, you know you see seeing flashes there we spoke about everton last week you see seeing flashes there so I mean, it's, even it's West Ham against yeah.
1: united against united you know really really unlucky to be fair with um, the with, with 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 lingard obviously coming on in it's top hmm. bins but you know w- how well they'd played up to that point um, and then obviously the, uh, the we could say disastrous decision, as it were, for, for Noble coming on to take a penalty. I, I'd like to hear your views on this, Mo. But I'd, I, I for, for one, as a goalkeeper coming on to, to potentially save a penalty, yes, I think you can do that. I think a goalkeeper, like when they bring him on for a penalty shootout, I get it. I, feel, I don't think you maybe need to be necessarily that warm. To be making a penalty save, I think that you you is based on on decision making and you're just how you are on the line as a as a as a uh, as a goalkeeper. I think you can probably get away with coming on, having sat on the bench for probably over an hour. You might have gone out and done a little warm up here and there, not really at full full pace. You have not struck a ball though, probably since what the, the the initial warm up. So you're probably gonna say i I almost an hour and twenty minutes, not struck a ball once. I can't see why you'd bring someone on to take a penalty. Um, I can't see it. And I know they're saying Moy said I would have been I would have felt more annoyed if someone else had taken a penalty and missed than than not bring like having not brought him on to take the penalty. But when it comes to penalties, if you've got the confidence to go and do it, Rice Renan took that ball straight away, didn't he? Like he was ready to take mm. this penalty, and he is up to that game pace, that adrenaline's pumping. That if he had put his foot through that ball, he's probably going to take the lever off it. Do you know what I mean? Like and put it in the, in the, put it in the net. He's he's up to that pace. He's he's felt what this actually probably means because of what he's the, the game he's been involved with. Noble literally jogged up, took the ball, and he he, he just weren't set up. He weren't ready for it. Mm. Do, you, do you think? Do you, I know it's hindsight and all that sort of what you know, all that rubbish. But did, would you do that? Would you bring someone on just to take the <laughs> penalty?
0: Do you know what? I actually like the idea of bringing someone on. It's, it seems so tactical, yeah. But yeah. if I was a manager, I don't think I'd do it. But I, but I, I, when when I heard the reasons why well, West Ham have missed four of their last five penalties, and he scored his last ten, so. I sort of see the thought process behind it. But if it was me, although I like the idea of it and I think, all right, it's tactical, you know, your numbers, you know, you know, I mean, you sort of got a good idea of what, what could happen if you do this. I still don't think I'd do it. So it's, 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 it's a tough one. You know, if you've missed four of your last five, are you saying? Are you then sitting there and thinking, "Well, what's the worst that can happen?" We missed the last five. We missed four of our last five penalties. We're bringing someone on score scored his last ten. Like that, it 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 sort of looked like to me that it was less risk to make the substitution, and that's how how um how I'm always looked at it. But when you when you look at it in a cold cold light of day, you think first kick of a ball, um, loads of pressure in the game. Um, fight pretty much the final kick of the game. Is it is it best to just leave someone on the pitch, like you say, your Declan Rice is, your is very technical players on there. Is it is it better to just let them have it? Mm. But it's, it's it's with anything in football now. It's so many things are sort of directed towards stats that it's like he just looked at the stats and he probably thought this was probably decided a while ago. The next time we have a penalty if we've got a substitution, Noble's going to come on and take it. I don't reckon he just decided on the spot. I think this has been thought out. We've missed four of our last five. Next time we get one, we're going to do this masterstroke. And if it works, we'd all be saying, Moyes is a genius for doing that. But it didn't work. So it's like, he's a madman. But the numbers, the numbers say he's not really that mad. Do you see what I mean? It's quite a quite a logical thing to do. But yeah. we, if you play football before, you know that, match tempo touches on the ball you know all count towards something you know
1: that's it yeah it's, it is because t- I, I know people have been sort of uh saying is it getting a little bit too sort of over like over being over complicated in in football I think people have said about yeah, we're trying to get like American sports we've got like because now um, they've got they've got a set piece coach, they got a sleep coach, they got this, they have got that you know the coach for everything that's just broken down into sort of mini mini parts of the game and they're saying is it too are they overcomplicating it, but I don't think they are. I think you need to, the game's gonna adapt, right? If if you can you need to find it. if you can't keep chucking money at it, you're gonna try and find an edge in some other way, right? So yeah. I think you've got you've got to do that. Um and maybe they've turned around and said that, like like you said, yeah, maybe they have turned around and said that. But again, you know, if it was if it was forty fourth minute, they're not going to bring Noble on to take that penalty. Yeah. So who was it? Who was it that was going to take that? Who was it that was going to take the penalty? It looked like it was Declan Rice. He's 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 basically your your next golden child for Noble. You know, he's going to take that mantle. Let him do it. You know mm. what does that what does that say to the what You don't trust me to take this penalty. Mm. As well, I'm just on the flip side. That's all I'm saying. On the yeah. Flip side, you don't trust me to take this penalty that you're bringing yeah. on. You're bringing him on to just to take this, and then obviously, yeah, he missed. And it was a poorly struck penalty. The mm. more I watched it, it wasn't. It was no. It wasn't even in the corner. It was mm. really. It was really poor. No power on it. It just showed you that he just was not not ready like you know you just got first thing got out of bed or something someone's hey, hey volley this for me will you because <laughs> you know <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna be all over the place like he's, he's you know hamstrings in bits he's probably got a pull from that um,
0: But <laughs> about 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 uh about Declan rice as well Before before we move on if we're going to move on now he is coming on leaps and bounds every game he yeah. he's looking better and better and better he's taking more responsibility he's digging these teams out and when I say teams I mean like England as well carrying of the ball um he's just got he's literally over the last two years since Moise has been there he's he's literally coming on leaps and bounds and I was talking to a West Ham fan the other day um about him and I, I said user I've got no chance no chance of keeping <laughs> him no chance and I know that it's like they're going to ask for 80 million or whatever but people will pay that uh, if he, if, when
1: you look at the prices now that's a good buy isn't if, it, if, if,
0: if, it if, if it's like the final piece to a jigsaw teams will pay like if if Manchester United they need a midfielder that's it that's what they need a centre midfielder and if it's the fact that they've got to pay eight to get rice they'll, they'll pay that money you know Chelsea will pay that money. Manchester City, if they need to, obviously they've shown this season will pay that money.
1: He's definitely the missing piece at United. I think, yeah, I think yeah. if you had him um, and Pogba in there, I think that really does sort of free him up. I mean, they can't keep relying on McTominay and Fred. Let's mm. be honest. You know, that's that would I think that would cause a lot of issues if he, if he came in and um, yeah, he, ca- he came in and in that in that role with with United. Um, I tell you what, though, I'd love to see after having watched Wright, uh, Rice and Calvin Phillips for England. I'd love to see them at club level mm. in the middle together. I don't think it will happen. I can't see who would need the pair of them um, personally, but um, yeah, that, I'd love to see that at, uh, at, at club level right now. Is if it, is if, if,
0: if, if 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 Rice was at Manchester United now, I would have. Manchester United above Manchester City in the league. I would. I wouldn't. I'd have Manchester. I'd have Manchester United and Chelsea as the top two if Rice was there. I.
1: I. I still think United were going to go and do bits. I. I don't know what it was. I. I had them obviously up there. I think it was yeah between that and Chelsea. I mm. think we were. We were both in agreement that if obviously Kane had gone to City, it was completely it would have turned everything on its head. That was the mm. one thing that they probably, um, probably missed. But um. It, you know what though, Mo? You know what? We're only before we know it, we blink and we're in the transfer winter transfer window. I know. You no, know, you know, and then all of a sudden, if Kane does like go, look, this is
0: come on now, you know. This, I, I think <laughs> he's still bubbling on. I, I can't I can't see how it wouldn't be. They must like they, if they've it must still be bubbling on. It must be. It must be bubbling on in the background because I just can't see how. Manchester City didn't sign a striker. They must want Harry Kane. Harry Kane wants to go there. Mm. It must still be bubbling on. I don't know if it will. Is it a January? Well, a, a lot of the paperwork and stuff must be done, actually. So it could be a, quite a quick transfer. Do you see what I mean? Even if it's the end of the January window. Um, but January could be a, a, a point where a couple of the teams in the top four... Think if we get this one player over the line, this could propel us. You know, if Manchester United are in the are in the running for the for the league uh, for the league, and you know maybe a, a matic a Mat- is injured or a, or a Tomane gets a long term injury, do they think let's go for it? Let's 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 get this position filled and let's go for the title, or you know, or Manchester City think we need a striker. Let's let's go for it in January and, and get this league title. Do you see what I mean? There Mm. there are a couple of teams that are are close in that top four. But Chelsea, I feel like Chelsea don't need to do any business. And if they don't do any business, I think they'll be all right. But if if one of them teams below just, just goes that extra mile in January, it could be like an incredible finish to the season
1: it really could. it is getting it is getting exciting um, as has to has to be said that um i was going to say to you is there any other players that have stood, stood out to you so far that we haven't sort of discussed but you know anyone that you uh, caught your eye
0: yeah i know that everyone's going to say it's because i'm an arsenal fan but it's not it's just because he's a good player um but tomiyasu i'm telling you I, i'm Literally so ha- I was actually gonna tweet it, but I'll just say it on the pod. It's easier. <laughs> I'm actually so happy that Arsenal have got two fullbacks that block crosses. finally we haven't we haven't we haven't had this for ten years. Yeah. Maybe even longer. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. they block the cross, they get they follow the winger to the bottom line and they block the the crosses coming in. It's amazing.
1: Do you know what I like about him as well? Is is um, physique. Like he's a tall fullback mm. that's actually mm. got a bit of power and power and pace about him. Good um, feet. Yeah, he's he, and you know what he, he does. He's not shying out of it. Apparently they're saying he's because he's, he's obviously he's just coming, still trying to get up to speed. He's like cramping up and he's but he's just powering through. I'm just like I like this mentality. Like it's like you said, that's what we've been missing. And you know, looking at that with Gabriel and. Uh, and Ben White in the middle. It, it's been quite good. Thoughts on Ramsdale, because there was a lot of people giving him stick. And I said, no, this guy is going to be, he's a good goalkeeper. And they've always sort of like, hey, but they got relegated with him, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's kicking up a fuss. Uh, you know, I've not, heard, I've not heard anything since.
0: <laughs> it's always the way, in it? But you know, it, that transfer goes to show that sometimes it's a pl- the player in a, t- in a certain team where you see the best of him. Because... Yeah. Ramsdale was at Sheffield United with all these qualities, being able to play out from the back, you know, come and collect crosses, and that's not really what Sheffield United needed in a goalkeeper, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Whereas Arsenal need a goalkeeper that can come and collect crosses, and that plays out from the back, and and for us, he looks like he looks like that He commands his box. He's, he he looks very agile, and a big thing with with Ramsdale is he just really wants to play for Arsenal. Yeah, and, yeah, and he really does. that that goes a long way when you're looking at how a player performs and how they react, and you're seeing him, and he's he's just embracing Gabriel like they're just loving their defending, and he he's he's so good on the talk with the with the with the other <laughs> centre backs yeah, that the dog come charging in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it tried to, it tried, to. yeah, yeah, And I just, I just think it's the right time for him, and the right club. And I, and I, I listen, I, I'm all. I, everyone's been saying, "Oh, it's a disappointing window," and this and that. And it was always a matter. We haven't turned fully turned a corner, but I've seen qualities from Arsenal, and this this even goes back to the start of Arteta. Um, that we have not seen from Arsenal for years. Defensive quality, like pressing an organisation. And I know that at the moment, and, you know, for a a while, the, the attacking side of it ain't been as sharp and as slick as it has been in the past. But the players are there now, and it's a matter of, you know, keep doing it, keep playing together. And we will see, we're seeing Pepe, he's starting to deliver better performances up front. You know, I know Saka's not been great this season with a little bit of a Euro, Euro hangover, but he's there. He's a player. We've got Emil Smith-Rose starting to look better. You know, Aubameyang, I know he's not scoring the amount of goals, but he's not playing how he was last season. Last season, he just didn't look interested, but we're seeing better. And then the unit behind, we're finally seeing like a solid base where we can say, right, if White and Gabriel are playing, we can be calm. If Ramsdale's yeah. in goal, we can be calm. If Tommy starting at right back, I'm happy with that. You know, Tierney speaks for himself. You get party in there, it's looking better. Do you see what I mean? And and mm. I'm just glad that we're seeing it now and we're we we we're giving him time. So, you know, North London derby at the weekend, get a result there. Then you've got Palace, you've got Brighton, you've got games that you should be winning. And the way now, I feel like we've got that side where we can go to them places and we can face these teams and we'll beat them now. You know,
1: yeah, no, it's it's, it's yes, yeah, it's feel a lot better now. Let's put it that way, because um, yeah, it was it, some questions, some question marks were coming up, and I was like, you know, what have we done? Have we actually gone away and done the right um, sort of recruitment? But it's now being pieced together. We kept to, you know, a, the, the clean sheets there. There's a bit more togetherness. You can you can see it. I still think we lack. A forward, mm-hmm. that, that you know that, that that number that number nine. I'm surprised Lacazette's not being given the minutes, but he, you know it kind of tells me that maybe the writing's on the wall for for him. Um, but it's like, well, can you get someone in in January potentially for him to go um, so he can start start that role? I I, I keep hearing a lot about this uh, Isaac still like they're still not going away that that rumor so. And I know it sort of fits the, uh, the, the we'll say genre of player that we're looking for in terms of that young, sort of like under 23, sort of 24-year-old. So, yeah. um, unless we just, you know, Haaland just fancies a day off from being an <laughs> absolute beast in the Champions League. Come play with your friend Nodegaard, you know. You know we, we've got a nice spot for you. Um, but, you know, it'd be, it, you know, that it is encouraging. It is encouraging to, to see that. Yeah, I've definitely, definitely been happy with that. Um you know, not just being biased with Arsenal as well. I'd like to look at, um, shout out to Leon Bailey, who's probably got the best man in the match um, I've ever seen in my life where he's come off the bench. Um, basically, he'd been involved in the two goals, come off injured. I think he collected, I think it was like 16 minutes he played and got earned uh, in a match. Um, hmm. But he's a problem. He, you know, if he can if he can sort out the, the injuries, he's a... I, I don't see Villa holding on to him for too long, if I'm honest. Um, what, what's your thoughts on Damari Gray since he returns for 1.7 million?
0: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you know what? Uh, he, him and um, who's the boy they brought in from Crystal Palace? Oh, what's his name? It's Townsend, Townsend. yeah, yeah. They've, they've got a, it, it's very simple. Their job, yeah, they get the ball wide and they swing the ball into the box, very simple. And I think that the simplicity. And the role that he's being asked to play by Benitez suits him. I think that when he was asked to maybe over like, complicate things, it made it, it maybe he couldn't produce what he wanted to produce. And I think that now where he just got, he's got one sole job, deliver the ball into the box. And if you're not delivering the ball in the box, be in the box to score. Mm. And I think that he's benefited from that massively. And we could look at this in a year's time and say, £1.7 million pound is a absolute snip because when he went to Leicester, he was the next big thing. You know, um, lots of clubs were after him and I think that it's still in him and we're, we're seeing it, you know, we're seeing it from him and I think that Rafa's helped him with that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been impressed with him. Good start to the season and if he gets himself up, you know, if he gets himself up there, maybe double digits um, in goals this season, few assists, is he knocking on the the door for England because he's play he's played at he's played for the the younger England teams and you see that Gareth Southgate likes that profile if you've gone yeah. through the system um, and played for the for the younger teams you know a call up can come out of anywhere as long as you're playing well you'll have a chance yeah you know what yeah. I
1: mean I'd like to look into that release clause like why it was set so low I need to do some more research on that because it just seems a bit a bit weird because I think they obviously I think they spent Maybe 11 million on him or something. So mm. it's just very interesting as to why that was such a low um, release clause at, at this at this point. But um,
0: yeah, five years old.
1: Yeah, yes, I mean, you know, at least get your money. At least get your money back. <laughs> at, at least. So um, yeah, a bit of a bit of a strange one, but um, yeah, he's obviously reeking the re- 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 rewards from it as well. But yeah, it has definitely been um, an interesting start that's for sure Uh, for a few for a few sides obviously we've seen like we said we mentioned Brighton I think they're sitting in is it fifth or sixth at the moment Danny Welbeck obviously getting on the score sheet again the other day I I really hope that that guy um, that guy Welch, um, actually stays injury free because he deserves it I think he's actually a good he's a good player I think he's just he's such a shame from when he was obviously involved in the England squad to where he is now Um, and and probably last thought from, from you or, or, or quick fire question: If Wilshere comes back and trains with the with the squad, would you ever see him back in an Arsenal shirt?
0: Look, my my view on it is: if he if he's if he's good enough to play Premier League football, and we can get him on a short term deal, it doesn't really bother me. He could play for he could come and play for us again. I don't, it doesn't really bother. I feel like we're one midfielder short. Um, anyway. Mm. Um, I think it would be easy for him. He knows Arsenal. He knows what's required. He hasn't been injured since January 2020, I was reading. Um, I think, for me, if he's there and he's up to standard, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Like in, in my opinion, I, do, I don't see any reason why we would, even if he plays 10 games, I know that we're not in Europe this season, so that might, have, that might be a little bit more of a reason why he wouldn't get a deal, but... If you're if you're asking whether I'd be bothered if we signed him up uh, you know, on a short term deal, um as a fifth midfielder, um and see see how he gets on, I'd have no problem with that. I think why not? Yeah.
1: I mean he's probably not gonna cost you that much in wages. I think he, he said he wouldn't mind going, he would play in a championship if he needed to. So what's it gonna cost you? Ten grand a week?
0: That, <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a he, knows, he knows the club, he knows everyone at the club. If he's for me it's just is kelly play premier league football cuz he mm. played in the champions league last uh, played in the championship last season kelly play premier league football that's the only question mark above him if he's training and he's good enough yeah so what, what I don't I don't get why you wouldn't so I, I don't get why a club hasn't signed him really mm. you know the injury problems seem to be behind him um technically he's a good player he gets around the pitch got good feet he's got a good eye for a pass it it is sort of a no brainer to me, so I don't really see why someone hasn't signed him. You know, even if they were going to take a punt on him, give him a two year deal, um, and and see what he's got, even in the championship top half, there must be clubs out there that need him. So for me, if he comes and it and he's training well and he's up to the level, he's up to the standard, I've got no problem with him coming back.
1: Mm. Okay. Well yeah, I mean I got I've got no problem. If if he's there and thereabouts, why why not? Why not have someone like that in there? Like you said, he the, the club means a lot to him as well. Um and like you said, if it's not gonna cost us that that much, even though we you know we've been saving, you know, if you have him in instead of maybe like an El Nenny if if we're getting him off the the wage bill, et cetera, then yeah, why not? Still still gonna be doing ourselves um you know, a world of good, um in, in that in that sense. But um yeah, actually, I, I said I, I said I was going to wrap it up with that. Did you see Romeo Beckham got his uh, professional debut for I, I, Fort Lauderdale?
0: I, I saw it. I did see it. I did see it. I didn't even know. I thought that none of these kids were even into football. I didn't know. I didn't actually know they played. So yeah, well, we've
1: had them all. We've had them all at Arsenal. We had yeah. uh, Brooke, Brooklyn was at Arsenal for a
0: bit. Yeah, but not. Not, like, pr- properly, though. Like I didn't, nah, I, didn't, nah. I didn't know they were... I thought it was just, oh, well, my dad can get you in, like, he'd get you in training <laughs> or whatever, like, so it's yeah. all right. But when I saw he made his professional debut, I was, I was surprised, I can't lie.
1: I, I saw the the highlight reel, um, and I wish I had uh, the facilities when I was a bit younger, because I would have probably nicked a move <laughs> looking at the highlight reel. <laughs> um, his past completion was horrendous. Um but yeah, if you got my highlights from my little cameo St. Mary's the other day, mate, um <laughs> yeah I would have I'd have been uh taking over Jack Wilshire. But uh yeah, no mate, it's it's always good to always good to hear your thoughts, mate. We do need to find Aaron. Mm. you know, I've been I I worry about him because so uh if anyone sees him, uh let him know we would like him back on the pod, ASAP, or maybe after uh Man City have won a few games so we don't hear Pep. Again, <laughs> for sixty minutes. <laughs> um, but uh, he, yeah,
0: he, ain't, he ain't been on since Arteta started winning. So I think that's oh, the problem. maybe
1: that's what it is. That's the problem. Maybe Mate. that's the real problem. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Maybe Aaron, then um, we don't want you back. <laughs> that's the case. <laughs> right. We need Arteta to carry on winning, winning games of football. But uh, no, been be a pleasure as always, Mo. Um, and uh, that's that's been another episode of playing out from the back.